Hello and welcome to English Podcasts with Chris and Sue. For more information, visit english-podcasts.com. Hi Sue. Hi there Chris. So, we're in September now. It's, uh, as I say in French, everybody's going back to school, back to work and everything. But what I'd like to do is to cast your mind back to what you did over the summer. What did you do? Well, in fact, I really have to cast my mind back because my holiday when I travelled, it was in May. I don't know if that qualifies as the summer, but I think it's going to have to because uh, that's my trip. And I went to Australia. Wow. How long did you go there for? Three weeks. Um, in fact, three weeks and four extra days mm-hmm. because I lost my passport. Oh, well. And how did you get on with that? Well, it was I had four hours of high, high stress uh-huh. when I looked everywhere for my passport. And I'm the sort of person that double checks, triple checks everything. But anyway, it was gone. So I had to reorganise my flight, get a temporary passport. After the four hours of high stress, it was all organised. So I had four extra lovely days in Sydney. Well, fine, but spoke with stress. Well, stress at the beginning and did, then relaxed. Did your passport ever turn up? No, 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 no. Completely disappeared into thin air, as wow. we say. Um, so I now have a new um, passport. Right. I had a temporary one. I don't know if anyone knows what a temporary passport looks like, but it's just a two-page passport, a British passport, beautiful blue colour, so you cannot lose it. Okay, and your other one was the European Union one, I guess. It was. Before the B word. That's right, and Mm. now my new, new passport is, I've gone back in time, I now have a traditional British passport. Oh my word. So, what are the highlights of Australia? What would you, if, if you were to, you know, tell somebody to go to Australia or to advise them, what would you advise them to do? Well, I did a podcast on this, but it's a crazy place. It's so big. Uh, I went to Sydney, marvellous city. But I suppose when you've done the bridge and the opera house, you've done it, I suppose. Um, I visited a place called Uluru, which is, used to be called Ayers Rock. Very, very, very impressive place. It's unique in the world, so you have to go. The other place I went to, um, beautiful beaches in the Barrier Reef. There are many beautiful beaches in the world. Um, So you could say that Uluru is more unique in that sense. But the thing that impressed me about uh, Australia was the light. Um, It seemed to be a different type of light uh, to France. I don't know if it's because it's one of the first countries that wakes up in the world, you know, and in the day. What was um, different about the light? Oh, it just seemed, everything seemed so bright, so bright, and the sunsets were just like amazing colours. Is that because there's less light pollution? Or? Could well be. Yeah? Could well be. But it's the light that impressed me. But Australia, it's a long way away, for sure. How long was the flight? Oh, 23 hours. Wow. Two flights. Wow. It's Two flights, well, there and back, you mean? No, one, 23 hours going, 23 hours coming back. Yeah. Um, so it's a long way. Did you sleep on the plane? Um, I'm not very good at that. In fact, I fell asleep for about two hours. I thought, oh, great, I'm almost home. I looked at my watch and had another 13 hours to go, you oh. know? So it was a bit, it's a long, 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 long flight. Yeah. But it's... It's worth it, but the thing is, Australia, for me, it was a, it was a bit like England, 
but a long way away. And with the sun. And with the sun. Uh, but everything is very English, the shops. Uh, the language. The language. Uh, and then you walk out of a shop that's selling Yorkshire tea and you've got like palm trees and exotic flowers. It's a strange mixture. And, the, and in Sydney where I was, all the streets have got like English names like Sussex Street, George Street, Lord Street, uh, Victoria uh, Street. So would you say that the Australians that you met are pro-British or...? Well, in fact, I didn't meet many Australians. Uh, the thing about Australia, or Sydney, Sydney of course, it's an incredibly international community. And when I, I did meet one Australian girl, uh, but when I heard an Australian accent, a, a true Australian accent, I turned around, who's that? Because everybody is from somewhere else. Um, you know, a lot of South Asian people, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of um, French, Italian, every restaurant you go to, the person serving you is not from Australia. Okay, right. So the lower paid jobs are? Yes, I suppose a lot of young people go yeah. because they want to, you know, travel. travel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, well, Sydney, a massively international community. So. I didn't really see many Australians. Okay. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. So what about you, Chris? Because you've really been away, I mean... I've been away, yeah, a bit. Um, so my first trip, I think it was in Corfu, the Greek island of Corfu. And that was before the fire? Was Yes, it was in uh, early June, mm -hmm. the first part of June. Um, and I found that absolutely fantastic. Um, one week in, in Corfu, did lots of um, lots of uh, travelling around. Uh, virtually every day I moved. Got up really early in the morning. Um, this is a little bit uh, similar to Australia, if you like, is that whenever you go to the shops, it's full of English stuff. Mm -hmm. They drive on the left, like the English do. Mm -hmm. All of the signs are in English. Um, and you see things which is confusing, and I'll go back to this after, but you see things such as the bridge is measured in feet. Oh, yeah. yeah? So the bridge, it would be, say, low bridge, 13 feet. And then the speed limit is in kilometres. So very confusing. Mm. Uh, that was great. I had a good time there. I took a film of it, which is on my, um, my, my, my YouTube site, which isn't the... Um, my YouTube channel, which is now Toulouse, which you can look at and subscribe to, please. Thank you very much. Um, so then from there, uh, that was in June. In, uh, in July, I went to Malta, which is the same. Yes. It has uh, a lot of English influence in it. Uh, the Royal Navy only left in 1979, which is relatively not very long ago. Um, so everybody speaks English, like, virtually like in Corfu. Um, all products, English products, in the in, in the shops. Um, their diet is well. It's sort of English, sort of Mediterranean. This you can't really place it. But like in a lot of Mediterranean islands, one of the most um, traditional dishes is a rabbit stew. Believe it or not, but I didn't try that. Mm -hmm. yeah, the, the fish is very good mm. there. Um, it was very hot, thirty nine degrees. It went down to thirty two at night. Um, which even the Maltese said it was mm. unusual for, for this time of year. But the thing with Malta is that it's a, a rocky island, 
so you have uh, very few beaches and those beaches um, get very crowded um, so you generally try to find a place. I went to a place called um, on the island of Gozo because Malta is actually an archipelago of a few mm. islands on the island of Gozo, Gozo went to this place which is the Blue Lagoon and it's absolutely beautiful but it's so crowded with people and I just wanted to get out of this place mm -hmm. it's yeah. beautiful yeah. but it's, it's not a, very, a place that I like mm. so we did quite a lot of travelling in Malta it was there for a week and then we went camping in the, on the Atlantic coast for two weeks in France, in France. Yeah. yeah and that was lovely and then um, I've just come back from Cyprus which, I mean, this was not by choice. Mm. In fact, it was by choice, but what I'm saying is I didn't go to an island that speaks English. Mm. And Cyprus, everybody speaks English. Yeah. I went there two years ago, a long time ago. Mm. And um, it, it's virtually the same as in Malta, in, in as much as they drive on the left. It's very Greek, but it's very British as well. And there's lots of Brits live there. So you have pubs, you have chip shops, you have um, pub food, etc. Mm. It's very, it's very much a place where I think a lot of Brits go to. But I was looking at the price of houses, mm. and I, we, I looked in this estate agents are on in a beach resort. So it was right on the front of the beach. So it's like the most expensive, and I mean you can get a, a two bedroom flat. You know, or to rent for about three hundred euros a month. Well, that is good. Is it one for us yeah, in France? For Toulouse, anybody. That seems. Oh, it is nothing. Yeah, that seems exactly. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that was it. Um, so you've been to lots of different places, and it's yeah. interesting from what we've been saying that the the kind of British influence yeah. seems to be quite quite widespread. Well, very. I mean, the reason why why there's so much influence in uh, Corfu, in Malta, and in Cyprus is there's strategic place mm. in the Mediterranean mm -hmm. so on all of them there was I mean Malta was awarded the George Cross for valour the whole island and people were awarded the George Cross because they defended um, because they're only 60 kilometers from Sicily mm. and they were bombed by the Germans and the yeah. Italians um, constantly yeah. in fact they say that Malta it was the place where the most bombs fell in any war in history. Goodness me, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they really suffered. Mm. And uh, so they, they've kept this very mm. much sort of almost pro-British. I mean, mm. they're, they're, they're all independent, mm. Corfu, Cyprus and, uh, and, and Malta, but they keep this very strong flavour. Mm. And there's, there are Brits in Corfu, not that many. There are in Malta. My uncle actually lived in Malta as well because he served there during the war. Mm. But, um, uh, and in Cyprus, many, many, but you can understand why they go, yeah. because they're driving on the side that they're used to, they can buy everything they have from home, they have their pub with their, you know, football and everything, and they have sun, yeah. you know, it's and it's cheaper, yeah. because, okay, you know, they're, they're probably not going to be putting their heating on much, although they probably need air conditioning in the summer, mm. but, you know, it, it's, it's so much better in the yeah. sun, isn't it, in, in my opinion. So, that was what we did. Now let's get back to uh, the things that we have, the big plans that we have now that we're back. Now the summer is over, and so I would like you to talk to us a little bit about how we're going to put even better language learning content on our site, EnglishPodcast.com. Yes, yeah, so well, I think we've had some pretty good ideas. We've put our heads together, and we've come up with some ways to um, help people to um, improve, their, improve their English, but also 
motivate them in their English too, because mm -hmm. it, it's sometimes a bit of a lonely journey, you mm -hmm. know, to be learning a language, especially on the internet. So we're going to launch um, a lot of podcasts on our YouTube channel. So that's going to be really great. English-podcast.com. Oh, YouTube English-podcasts. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you can remember There's that. There's a link on this page, in fact. Yes, that's good. And also, but to really help you, to give the extra, the, 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 the added value, is we're going to have a weekly newsletter as well, which um, will help you to focus on various points that we mention, um, so you can pick out some of the details, um, that you can get the general picture as well. Um, and we're going to put some other links, um, if you're motivated enough or interested enough, to go and, for example, the first one is about the restaurant, mm -hmm. one of our top ones, one of our favourite ones. In fact, I think it's six podcasts which follow us in a, an, on a night out and like everything goes wrong type of thing. Yeah. Um, so, and um, there will be the menus and we can link to other menus in the world, New York menus, London menus, everything to develop more vocabulary. And that's good because it's very often... People have sort of, when they're travelling, they have rudimentary vocabulary, but when it comes to explaining food, uh, the way food is cooked uh, and everything, it can be a little bit of a challenge. So that will help people with that. Yeah, so that's one thing we're doing, so okay. that's going to be great. Now the other thing, so um, because we, we've had some feedback from um, our followers on, on Facebook, um, and they want to speak to us. And we want to speak to them. Absolutely. So we're absolutely thrilled and really looking forward to this, to actually getting some communication uh, with, our, with our Facebook followers and Instagram followers as well. Um, so the idea is that um, on a Wednesday afternoon, uh, from time to time, we're going to have a Facebook Live. And when's the first one? It's going to be on the 17th. 13th. On the 13th, thank you. I will be there. Answer my own question. I will be there. I will be there on the, on the 13th. And um, um, it's going to be um, a question and answer um, session. Mm -hmm. Your questions, and hopefully, well, I know that I know we can, we will answer you in a very, very clear way. So please, any, any questions covering anything from tricky pronunciation to tricky grammar to... How can I learn more words? Any tips and tricks? Um, so we're really looking forward to that. And also, we, we're going to have some live classrooms a bit later. We'll be talking about this and announcing this, where we'll take on some really interesting subjects uh, and some things that people have problems with, such as listening, such as uh, what to find to listen to, because there's lots out there, but you need to find it. Yeah, sure. um, so we can point people in the, in, in the right way. And we can also, in these live classes, uh, eventually uh, get the, uh, the Zoom working so people can actually participate in a live class Zoom meeting. This is going to be in the premium uh, uh, um, content. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And in the premium content, we're going to have worksheets so that people can actually work on language points uh, on some of the podcasts we have, on quizzes, etc. Some vocabulary uh, cheat sheets. So. Like, for example, if somebody's writing an email, then, you know, all of the um, uh, vocabulary and expressions they can use to write an email. We're going to have transcripts of the podcasts. This is all in the premium content. Learning tips. Another newsletter, because it's going to be a learning tips newsletter. 
So we're yeah. really going to be pointing people in, in directions. Yeah. So it's, it's getting more of a continuity um, when people are learning, because what people generally do, which is not a bad thing, but they tend to pick and mix stuff. They just dip in, they do it, they've done it, and they don't go any further. So the idea is to get some continuity and help people. There will also be some lesson plans for teachers, so uh, obviously you don't need to be a teacher to, to use it, but there are lesson plans um, to, to use the, the materials, and learning plans for, for learners, some online lessons as I mentioned before, um, little tests now and again so they can test where they are in English, because mm. that is often a hard thing, is that people don't realise where they are, yes. they don't realise if they've made any progress, so they can actually test it and do some self-evaluation. And we're going to have some talking points and much, much more. So what we'll ask people to do is to go to our Instagram um, account, subscribe to it. Go to our YouTube, subscribe and like it, because we need to get to a 1,000 um, 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 subscribers, and then we can add content directly on YouTube. That's yes. a good thing about that. Yeah. So we've got not only our blog and our, our podcast, but we'll also have the YouTube where we will be able to offer things that people can download from there. Absolutely so right. So just and, go to there. And because and the, and the, we're going to be so ultra-connected between all, all, these, um, all these different platforms, as you say, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and the more followers we get, the more content Exactly. That, we, that we can uh, produce yeah. and uh, we really, really love to interact mm. with our followers. Yeah. Mean, that's the whole point of it, it's communication, it's not just an academic exercise. No. So, today is Wednesday, yes. what's happening on Friday here oh, in France? Oh, the big day, the big day, the big day. It's You're getting married. Oh, that would be a massively big day. <laughs> no, in fact, it's, it's bigger than that, actually, Chris. It's the Rugby World Cup. It is, and on Friday, it's New Zealand against France. Oh, my goodness me. I can't wait. I can't wait. We will be doing some podcasts. Yes. I'm off to Marseille on Friday. Oh, you lucky thing. Um, Although, not, maybe not for the match, because it's a bit of a tricky match for, the, for England. It but. is, yeah, England-Argentina. <laughs> But uh, hopefully I'll get tickets to it, but I'm hopefully going to be able to interview some people because Marseille is not a rugby city. It has a huge stadium, the Orange Velodrome, but it's not a rugby city, it's a football city and people are mad about football. Everybody wears the Marseille shirt, but I'm going to see if I can get hold of some... Um, Rugby fans, yes, yeah, Argentinian, English, maybe because that's the two matches out there, and then we'll be going back in Toulouse and interviewing people here. Yes, I'm going to go to the final and the third and fourth. You place are one just in showing off now. Luckily, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, I'll be able to interview people. Yes, there. Yes, and the same for me. I'm I'm going to. It's called the. It's called the village, the rugby, rugby village, village yeah. it, otherwise known as the fan zone. Yeah. It just had a different kind of image now. Yeah. Um, and when I'm there, I'm going to just uh, interview people. Yeah. And so the idea is that for our podcast listeners, you would hear so many different accents. Because I think in Toulouse, the first match is, is it Japan playing on Saturday? Um, I, I, Japan, yes. Namibia or something, yeah, something like, like this. Like yeah, something like that, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So there'd be a lot of people around. Yeah. And, and the rugby village, known as the fan zone, I think they're expecting 30,000 people. Wow. So I'm expecting, I'm, I'm hoping 
Um, a few people will speak to me. That's about <laughs> the uh, capacity of the stadium. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be And it's 33,000 in the it's stadium. It's going to be a massive. Well, if I don't get tickets to the uh, England-Argentina match, I'll be going to the fan zone in the port in Marseille. Wow. Which uh, should be nice. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to be talking more about this. But just, you know, as an ender, who do you tip to win the Rugby World Cup? Who do you think is going to win it? Who do I think? Mm. Well, I, I've got um, my money on South Africa. Yeah, I think you can't. Do, I can't see any team that can beat them. At the I moment. have my heart on France. Me too. Um, I wouldn't mind if Ireland won. Mm -hmm. I would be completely and utterly dumbfounded if England won. Mm. They've got, they've got literally no chance. I think, well, it's funny because when you read the English press, they say that England are flying under the radar, they're going to surprise everybody. But, yeah, I'd be, I'd be surprised if they got out of the pools, honestly. <laughs> so would I. You can quote me on this one yes, if you like. Yes, and... Uh, anyway, thanks very much, Susan. So we'd better get to work on yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, we've got so much to do. Get on with it, Chris. Okay, bye. thank you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us again at english-podcast.com and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. And if you have an idea for a podcast or a blog, please get in contact with us through the site at english-podcasts.com.